Welcome to the K2 Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Karen Kelly. Every week, I'll be sitting down with a sales executive where they'll share their stories and experiences that produce game-changing results. Let's be honest, sales can be a tough game. I'm sure at some point, you've all delivered a less than stellar demo, been ghosted by a client or two, and sometimes, maybe we did more talking than listening. And that's where I can help. The stories and insights our guests share can be applied to your own business, your territory, or with your team, so you're not reinventing the wheel. Our weekly tactics and strategies help you get out of your head and start creating your own path towards game-changing results. Welcome back to the K2 Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Karen Kelly. Now, most weeks I interview guests, but there's times that I come on and I do a solo podcast and share what I'm seeing in the industry, and today's one of those days. And I want to talk to you today about belief and the importance of self-belief. Um, but, but before I do that, I want to remind you that we have launched the K2 Sales Academy, which is our online sales training for both sales reps and sales leaders. It's a subscription base, and um, I'm going to include a free trial link in the show notes. So when you think about selling and as whether we're selling, you know, as an individual contributor, as B2C, so a solopreneur, or even a sales leader, you know, people are buying, they're buying us, they're buying our confidence, they're buying our enthusiasm. And so it all comes down to our belief in ourselves. What do we believe about ourselves? What, how do we see ourselves? Because that's what we're projecting. And so we can't phone it in. We can't trick ourselves. We can't tell them, you know, we're all this. And then inwardly, we're not feeling it because they're going to feel they're going to feel that as well. There's an incongruence there. So the three areas I want to focus on when it comes to self-belief are visualization, confidence and taking action. And the first one, visualization is, can you see it? So whatever it is you're working on, whether it's in your, you know, your personal life, your business life, can you see yourself in the journey as you're preparing for something? Can you see yourself at the, as you're delivering it, as you're executing it. So visualize it, see what you're wearing, um, how you're holding yourself. What does your posture look like? And then you marry it with the emotion. What are you feeling? So what are you feeling again in the journey? Are you feeling, you know, I'm feeling uh, proud that I'm working, that I'm, that I'm working towards, you know, delivering this speech. Um, and then, and then as I deliver the speech, again, I see myself, but I'm marrying it up with the emotion I feel. I feel satisfied. I feel content because I can see the impact I'm having on my audience. We also want to be mindful about the journey, you know, and look at and anticipate things that may come up. So maybe there's silence in the audience. You know, maybe um, we get asked a difficult question. And the reason we want to be mindful of that and also see that and build that in is because when that does happen, and it may very well happen. We're not thrown off in our minds. We're like, yeah, of course this is going to happen. We expected this and therefore we're able to deal with it. So we want to definitely be aware of what the process, the journey involves. We want to see ourselves and then we want to marry it, that visual with the emotion we feel so that when we're executing it, when we're doing the actual thing in real life, our audience has the feeling that we've done this many times before, even though we may not have. And when you look at athletes, you look at, you know, boxers like, um, you know, Conor McGregor, Katie Taylor, you know, they talk about visualization all the time. And so when they're in a, in a corner, when they're in a difficult compromising position, even though it might be the first time they're there, it's not in their mind because they role played, they visualize 
they've married up the feelings and they're able to come out of it because they've seen that. And they said, when I was even on the tennis court, this was not my first time there. I was there so many times in my head. They're so rehearsed that they're in, they're in that visualization. And I would say athletes are activating all senses, not just visuals, but as salespeople, how can we do that? How can we visualize what that demo is going to look like, what that Coles call is going to look like, what that networking or conference, what the interview is going to look like. You know, how, how do we, how do we show up? How are we holding ourselves? How are we asking these questions and marry it with the emotions? What are we feeling? We're feeling confident. We're feeling heard. We're feeling um, empathetic. All these things that just allow us to, that when we're in the moment doing it, it's like, well, of course we're here. Of course we're doing this. Of course we're executing because we've been there so many times before. So the first area in really driving home that self-belief to our prospect is visualizing, visualizing the outcome you want. Because the brain is going to go, the natural default is the negative. So we have to control it. We have to steer the ship in the direction we want. The second one is, you know, again, people are buying your confidence. And some people might say, well, you know, I'm not very confident. So, you know, I, I shouldn't be selling this or I shouldn't be in sales. Confidence is skill. Okay, we can develop, we can work on it. And what I would say is, you know, if you show up on a call or a demo and, you know, your body language is, you know, slumped over, you're slouched over, your energy is down, you know, they're, again, this is what you're projecting. They're not looking to buy that. That's not confident. They're not saying, yes, this, this person can really solve my problems. I feel it. So how can you channel and really ignite your confidence is I would, I would invite you to look back at past successes. And this is why it's great to keep a journal or Google Docs of all the wins you've had even the small wins. And where can you draw a parallel? Where did you win in situations like this, where you were the underdog, where you were in the middle zone, where you were at whatever situation that's similar to where you were, what did you do? What did you lean into? What, what levers did you have to pull to get to that win? And how can you channel it? How can you relive that? Because you have a point of reference. You've done this before. And if you can do it before, you can definitely do it again. So it's really you could pair these two, that visualization, see it, but then believe it and feel it because I've done this before. I've moved customers who have, you know, already shortlisted two other people and I've pulled them across the line, you know, at the last minute or whatever that situation is, you know, they're buying your confidence. So leverage it from past experiences to bring it to now. That's what they're buying. They want to know they're in good hands. And again, if you don't feel it, that's what you're projecting. They are not going to want to do business with you. And the third one is, again, to really intensify and increase our self-belief is we have to take action because a lot of times people just get stuck in their head. And the one thing I see that holding is holding people back is, is usually themselves. And so when we're, when we're in motion, people say, I'm in motion, I'm doing this. And, you know, mo motion is not driving results. Motion is almost a bit of hiding. We're, we're busy. We're busy. We're doing all these things, but we're not productive. So how can we take action? How can we really... Uh, put one foot in front of the, the other that is that is purposeful activities that are going to move us forward. We don't want to stay in the same spot. We want to always be advancing. So what action can we take? And when you look at anything we want to change in life is where we need action. So we, move, we need to move away from pain and we need to move towards pleasure. But the key word there is move and movement requires action. So are we frozen? Are we paralyzed with fear, with doubt, with lack of belief? Even if we have this as imposter syndrome, what can we do to just drown out the noise, 
and just put one foot first. Take that first step, whatever it is, because all of a sudden the brain follows suit and says, oh, well, that didn't kill us, so let's keep going. Okay, so what action can you take? It can be a small step, but what the, by taking action, you're, you're igniting your confidence, and then that in turn helps your self-belief. And so even if you flip this in, in from the beginning, can you visualize yourself taking action? And that should be part of it, yes. And so when it comes time to take action, even though you're uncomfortable, maybe it's the first time you're turning on your video, you're turning on your camera for the first time and you feel awkward, you feel this isn't normal. Well, it's probably not normal if you've never done it before, but how can you take that first step to really drive action? And so I would say just in summary, if we are trying to increase our belief, believe in ourselves so that we can transfer that so our customers in turn believe in us. It's a hugely commoditized market out there. So all things being even, they're going to look at the sales person. They're, they're going to look at the experience they're providing. If you don't believe in yourself, you're inviting them not to believe in you as well. So to really increase your belief, focus on three things. One, visualize. Visualize the outcome you want. Visualize the journey. And you're going to marry that outcome, seeing yourself do it with the emotion you're feeling. The second one is really work on that confidence muscle. It's a skill. So where can you look back? Where can you reflect on similar uh, environment, similar situations that you won that you can bring into this particular example. And the third one is just take action. Okay. The longer we're in, we're in our head, we're, we're interested, but we're not committed. When we're committed, we mean business and we put one foot in front of the other and we take action. So invite you to try these out, whether it's with yourself, your team, get out of your head, really work your self-belief and let us know how it goes. Love to hear how it goes. And, uh, thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time.